0: This is John Jackson Miller, and you're listening to the Star Wars Canon Podcast. May the Force be with you. There are stories about what happened... Hey everybody, welcome to episode 15 of the Star Wars Canon Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. I know it's been a couple weeks since we've done an episode, but we are back because we've got a little bit to talk about. The last couple weeks have been a little uh, slow when it comes to news, but uh, I've got a special guest with me tonight. You guys know him, you guys love him. It is Mr. Christopher Stolle. How are you doing tonight, bud?
1: I'm, I'm living, I'm here. It's Merry been... Christmas everybody. Merry Life Christmas. Day. Yeah,
0: it, it, it's been a while <laughs> Happy Life Day. Oh my God. We don't talk about that here.
1: Uh, <laughs> but it's canon.
0: Oh, no, it's so not can- Well, Life Day actually is canon. We can it's talk true. about that a little bit later. They actually did make Life Day canon. So, mm-hmm. oh, man, why, 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 why? But, uh, uh, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about this episode. Uh, talk to Chris today and just ask him if you wanted to jump in on this episode. It's been a while since you've been on. Uh, yeah. Had a lot. We've both had a lot going on. Uh, haven't really been able to. Uh, get together and, and and do this. So uh, maybe maybe the things will change. Never know. You never know. Uh, before we get into the Star Wars news, we've got a little bit of housekeeping to take care of. Not a whole lot, uh, but there is just a little bit. For those of you that don't know, Star Wars Canon Library no longer exists. It is all Star Wars Canon Podcast now, including the website. Everything is under StarWarsCanonPodcast.com except for the email, which I still need to do a Star Wars Canon podcast at gmail.com instead of uh, Star Wars Canon Library. Because I know I did get one mailbag question asking why it was the only thing that said library. So I'm probably going to have to uh, to make another one. But I think that's really the only housekeeping we have, to be honest, because uh, I still got people asking about it. So what do you say we get into some news, Chris? Uh, I kind of ran down with you before the episode kind of what we got going on. But uh, the, the big story... Uh, right now, which I think you kind of already gave your thoughts on it before the episode, before we started recording. But uh, the big story right now that everybody—the reason I call it the big story—is most of my mailback questions had to do with this. So I just figured we would talk about it as one of the news stories. Uh, is uh, rumors of episode nine footage dropping this month? Uh, what do you think? Uh, do you think we might be getting some footage? This month or this early before episode nine, what do you think? What do you think is going on?
1: Well, my, my, my question would be where did this uh, information come from? Because if it didn't come from like Lucasfilm or like making Star Wars.net, I'd, I'd take it with a grain of salt. I mean, I've been seeing on Twitter and on, on YouTube, you know, from, from people like Mike Zeroff and stuff like that talking about like there's going to be trailer, Caesar trailers this month. And I think it's just too soon.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm completely with you on that. I mean, you, you, I could see where the argument would come from that we are that we could get footage this month, uh, considering. I mean, there was actually quite a bit to back it up. You know, we we had the first trailer for episode seven was what Black Friday of 2014, and then. You know, but of course, you were trying to show that Lucasfilm was trying to show that Star Wars was coming back, that it was it was going to come back with a vengeance, right? That we were mm-hmm. we were getting the Falcon back, you know, we were we were, we were going back to the era that most people love, and and Bob Iger really wanted to get that in front of people with Episode Nine. It might be along the same lines. I mean, if you think about it, whether you loved it or hated it, Last Jedi was a very divisive Star Wars film. It split the fan base quite a bit and episode nine in a lot of people's eyes is going to be the one that either makes it or breaks it you know um and it's i could see them trying to put footage out early you know trying to get ahead of the storm because you know you're going to have people you know there's going to be a boycott for episode nine i you already know there's going to be uh but it's i I mean disney's on a roll with trailers right now man i mean because if you think about what we've gotten in the last month we've got Lion King, Aladdin, Toy Story 4, we got an Avengers Endgame trailer I mean they are they're on top of this right now. I mean it's, it's a possibility I mean considering all this other stuff, you know with episode nine having to win a lot of people back, you know uh, and 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 whatnot what do you, does that change your opinion at all? I mean do you do you really think
1: well I can I can look at both sides of the fence with this I, I really can. You're right that Disney's been on a roll with, with a lot of trailers. Like the, uh, the, the I was totally taken off guard by uh, Toy Story 4 and and uh, Endgame. Uh, Aladdin and Lion King, well, I'll hold my opinions on, but at the same time, it's like, I could definitely see, like, okay, uh, Last Jedi in some people's minds was a flop. Solo in most people's minds was a flop. And neither of them really had much marketing behind them, pushing them forward. Like you said, with Episode Seven, they were trying to let everybody know that Star Wars was back, and it's not the prequel era of Star Wars. So it made sense for them to be that much far forward. So could they come up with a with a trailer? Sure. Could they start marketing it now, trying to get people hyped for Episode Nine, the end of the story, the end of the Skywalker saga? Absolutely. But on the opposite end of the coin. Do you also want to start the hype train so soon that we wind up in the same situation that Last Jedi had, where everybody's constantly speculating over every little tidbit that trailer has to offer, coming up with their own fan theories all over again, getting convinced of their own fan theories all over again, and then when you go to the theater and it doesn't turn out the way you thought, then it destroys what could be a very good film had you gone in more blind. So I I can kind of see both ends of the argument. I really don't think we're going to get the uh, a teaser trailer or, or footage now. That doesn't mean that before spring we wouldn't see something. Right. That's my personal thought.
0: See, and, and I mean, it, to be honest, it could go either way. It, it, they could make a liar out of me and they could come out with a trailer tomorrow, you know, for all we know. But, uh, you know, I was, I was really, really convinced that we were going to get the title for Christmas and then a teaser trailer... You know, I, there's a lot of rumors saying Super Bowl also, which I, I, I don't buy the Super Bowl rumors a whole lot. Uh, but we're obviously getting something at Celebration Chicago. That That's happening. Like, there's just no... It's just a matter of, are we going to get something before that? You know? And, and I mean, like I said, you, you they've got to get on the hype train for this movie. But at the same time, do they want to blow their proverbial wad too soon? Because the only way you're going to get people on... If you're going to release a trailer this early... It needs to be something that's going to get people on board instantly. Instantly get people on board. Something that, I mean, it's going to have to look like, you know, a shot right out of Empire Strikes Back or, you know, or something like, something along those lines, you know, something that looks exceedingly classic or, you know, or just show a shot of Ray and her parents. Shit, that'd win so many people over. It'd just, it'd be stupid, you You know.
1: You want a a 10-second trailer that would probably win everybody to go see it? Picture. You're, you're, you're seeing, like, a whole line of First Order or whatever else, right? And, and in the foreground, or in the background. And in the foreground, you just see a hooded, cloaked figure walking forward. You can't really make much out of them. You just see, like, the hood the, the, the hood up and the cloak billowing. The figure stops. All you hear is snap, hiss, green blade. Ooh. And then go to episode nine, whatever the title may be.
0: Oh, See, and well, we'll get to the title here in a little bit, because there was a mailback question concerning the title. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it. you see something, oh my god, I, it's just, it's got to be something that gets people talking. That It's got to be something you're not going to forget between now and celebration. You know, because, right. I mean, think about it, like when the Lion King trailer came out, I, uh, you know, for me growing up with Lion King, it, seeing a live-action Lion King, it was almost shot for shot of the old one, it's like, Okay, like he hit me with the nostalgia. That's freaking cool. And I lost my mind over that trailer. I watched it so many times, but then it kind of fizzled out, and I haven't watched it in the last several weeks. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's I've already forgotten about it. Other things have come out. So if you're gonna come out with something for episode nine, it needs to be balls to the wall. Get people excited now for this movie. You know, and 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 it, yeah, people might start speculating. And I'm one of those people that believes you know people speculating and that not getting what they want or what they thought can can you know hurt their image of the film. I, I'm one of those people that believes that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But you if you either keep your cards really close to the chest and build up anticipation through not seeing anything. Because I mean look what they did with the Avengers trailer. People were screaming for that trailer and they weren't releasing it yet. And it built up the hype for the trailer more and more and more and more until finally it was overflowing to the point where they were like we're gonna downgrade we're gonna downvote every video Disney comes out with until we get the Avengers 4 trailer. You either take that route or you get ahead of it and you just start pushing stuff now, you know. And, and, and if you're going to push stuff now, be confident, in it, be confident in it and it better be stuff people want, you know, wants to see. So uh, I, I don't think we're going to get anything this month. I know there's a lot of people saying, uh, you know, trailer's imminent. It's going to happen any day now. No, it's not. It, it, it's really not
1: but the, the, the bottom line is, is Lucasfilm is smart and JJ Abrams especially is smart when it comes to promoting his stuff. He he'll release it when when the time when he feels the time is right.
0: Right. No, yeah, it will it'll come when it's supposed to come. It whenever it it it'll 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 come. Everybody just needs to calm down. It'll come. <laughs> We've got plenty to keep us busy until then. Uh you know, I mean it it hell uh we, the Avengers trailer the, the Avengers four trailer was already is what the most viewed trailer in history now. in the first 24 hours, like 300 and some odd million views. Episode nine trailer. If you do it right, will beat that. It will beat that. So, but we'll talk more about Avengers and star Wars later <laughs> in mailbag question. Cause I got people asking me some really crazy questions when it comes to mailbag.
1: Look, star Wars has been known to break the internet with their trailers. I wouldn't expect anything less from what they're going to do, but they're not going to do anything unless they know it's going to be something you want to see.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, no, it, it, I, I'm, I'm excited, though, and, and I'm look, if they come out with one tomorrow, I'm going to lose my mind, I'm going to do a reaction video to it, I'm going to watch it, but if it doesn't, it's not going to break my heart, mm-hmm. you know, so. Uh, moving on, one of the other things I wanted to talk about, and that was really the only rumor thing I wanted to, t- I don't like talking about rumors a whole lot, I'd rather talk about fact, <laughs> and this story actually started as rumors, and actually, I guess we'll talk a little bit about rumors, but this started as a rumor when I first put the show notes together for this episode. And then after I put the show notes together, it became fact. Uh, there was a rumor going around that IG-88 was going to be appearing in The Mandalorian. Jon Favre's The Mandalorian television show. And since I put those show notes together, it has been confirmed that he is indeed going to be appearing in The Mandalorian. And not only as the static droid that we remember from Empire Strikes Back, where he just stood there and kind of turned his head, you know, just a little bit back and forth. But he's actually going to be riding a speeder bike. He's going to be shooting at people. He's going to be fighting. You know, Chris... You grew up during the period of the classics coming out. You you saw IG-88 on screen when he was just a static robot with a turning head. Are you excited about seeing IG-88 riding a speeder bike, shooting at people, getting in on the action?
1: Only if they get the uh, slaver droid from Jabba's palace and uh, Jedi to be his like, buddy cop partner. No, absolutely. I, I'd, I'd love to see uh, some of the classic characters being used especially when they were just uh background characters they kind of grew a life of their own uh through the fandom over the years you know whether it be the eu books or comics or whatever it's it's definitely exciting to see the uh the robot puppet from empire finally have some some forefront so yeah i'm I'm excited to see what the real ig88 would be
0: oh absolutely And, and the the rumor part of that is that bosk is also going to appear with the man uh, on the show Mandalorian with IG-88 so that right now that's still a rumor at this point because they were they were saying that there was a Trandoshan suit on set a practical Trandoshan suit there's more than one Trandoshan it's not just Bosque there's other ones you know but (laughs) if it's in a yellow space suit from Doctor Who you know that's the one so that's it only makes sense if IG-88's there that you're going to get Bosque too.
1: Well, to be honest, too, it, it, it's kind of it's kind of strange they haven't done anything with Bosk yet with as much as they always push him. I mean, he's in every video game and he was he was a guy who just wiggled his toes at an Empire officer Yuck, for 30 yeah, seconds, yeah. you know. But yeah. again, he, he he's built such a iconic status uh, from Empire that it's like, I'm surprised they haven't done anything with him yet.
0: Yeah. Well, they had yeah. him. He appeared in Clone Wars. As as one of the bounty hunters that helped raise Boba, you know, with Aura so, Singh. So did IG-88. So did IG-88. You know, we've had IG-88 pop up in the Forces of Destiny cartoons. We've I mean they're they're slowly hell, you know, even Aura Singh was mentioned in solo, you know, that, that Beckett killed her. Uh, you know, these bounty hunters are slowly starting to get mentioned more and more. You know they're still in the galaxy. Uh but the fact that It's a possibility we could be getting some seriously, because if I see IG-88 and Bosque like chasing each other or running from somebody together on speeder bikes, I'm going to lose my mind, you know, and next time I watch Empire Strikes Back, I'm going to lose my freaking mind knowing those two are like buddies, you know, like later on they're running together, you know, but we don't know what context it's going to be in yet, obviously, but it's starting to make me wonder if we're not going to see, and and I've had mailbag questions about this, and I and I kept saying no, he's not going to pop up. But I'm starting to wonder if we might not get a Fett appearance. Do you think do you think it's a possibility we could get a Boba Fett since we're getting IG88 and Bosk, possibly Bosk, on a show titled The Mandalorian?
1: The only way I could see that, uh, first off, it. it, it what time frame is the show is the show supposed to take place? It's uh,
0: immediately after Return of the Jedi. So it'll be running the same time as like the Aftermath novels and Shattered Empire stuff like that.
1: The only way I could see it is if the Mandalorians have some sort of custom where they want the armor back. Mm. Otherwise, as it stands, I don't want I don't want to piss people off cuz I <laughs> know how much they love Boba Fett. As it stands, Boba Fett is being digested in the Rancor pit. Nothing else has ever been confirmed since. Now, it, there's been arguments and speculations yeah. every which way from Sunday. But as, as far as confirmation, Boba Fett is becoming poop.
0: Oh, man. You hurt my soul. You, so, you, you really hurt my soul. What?
1: So the only way I could see that coming to fruition is if they were like, we need to get that armor back. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was a clone, but that armor was his father's. And his father was a Mandalorian or, or something like that. It has to be properly... Displayed or or proper burial or whatever the case may be, you know mm. what I mean. And maybe IG eighty eight and Bosk because they all worked around the same uh, uh, crime syndicate for, for job of the Hut would be the ones to tell the Mandalorians where to find the Sarlacc pit, right? Or or so I, I don't know. I'm 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 spitballing. I'm throwing that stuff against the wall, seeing what sticks. But that's the only way for me that it seems like it would make sense. Mm-hmm. Because if they just had Boba appear, well, then I want the story of how the hell did he get out of the Sarlacc pit? How do he get there?
0: Right. Well, see, and
1: even even more so, how would the Mandalorians react to a clone?
0: Right, wearing wearing their armor. Uh, one of the other rumors, I guess this, and I don't really want to say this is a rumor. It's been reported. Okay, at this point, it's a report. Uh, we know Nick Nolte is involved in the Mandalorian as well. Uh, Did I hear Carl Weathers too? Yes. uh, there's there's reports of Nick Nolte playing an Ugnot, but they've got (laughs) a they've got a little person on set with an animatronic mask of of an Ugnot, and Nick Nolte's doing the facial expressions of the mask, and it's kind of copying his kind of like a motion cap it's a practical motion capture from what they're saying. Uh that's awesome, you know, and especially considering they're saying that John Favreau is using techniques to make this show that we've never seen used ever in filming a TV show. That's pretty cool, um, that you know, and, and some of the things that they're talking about him him using as far as techniques goes, uh, te- as techniques go. Excuse me, you know, he's he's got some kind of computer system set up to where people can, as they're filming. They're putting the special effects into the screen so they can see right there on set kind of a rough draft of what things are going to look like with right. makeshift special effects and whatnot. I completely buy the fact that they might be doing that Nick Nolte's playing an Ugnaut that is doing some kind of practical motion capture. What do you I mean, what do you think?
1: I I think that John Favreau is on the right track because I think John Favreau remembers what Lucasfilm, ILM and Star Wars were always meant to be. Mm hmm. The creation of new film technique before Star Wars there was no motion capture the way it was with realism special effects before the prequels there was no CGI uh, uh, environments or full CGI characters interacting with uh, with live-action the way that it was with Jar Jar and and uh, 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 Watto and and the like Star Wars has always used its films to push the boundaries of technology in film. So, Favreau doing this in TV, just it, it seems to be spot on to what Lucasfilm Limited has always been about.
0: Right. So, nope. absolutely, yeah. I buy it. Yeah, he's he's definitely picking up the the baton and kind of running with it, you know. And, and uh, you know, especially considering he's got... Well, I mean, hell, even George Lucas visited the set of The Mandalorian and, and, and lost his mind over what was going on, you know, and, and, and loving what they were doing. So... I'm I i I can't wait until next year. It's I, I think to be completely honest at this point, I think I'm more excited for the Mandalorian than I am episode nine like and, and it hurts to say that like it's weird for me to say that because I'm really excited for episode nine.
1: I'm excited but, but i'm very I'm very I, oh. tra- uh, about or or, or uh, okay, I, I'm just tongue twisting myself. I'm timid about the idea of episode nine because of the fact, not because I think it's going to suck or anything. I don't, Mm -hmm. I think it's going to tie in so well that it's going to make everybody who hated a go. Well, wait a minute. Yeah. Now it makes sense that that's my personal, I could be wrong, but it's my personal belief, but I am timid about episode nine because I'm timid about the end of the Skywalker saga. Yeah. I'm from a person, like you said, a person who grew up with this story from inception through well you know first step, first movie through i'm scared of the new star wars without a skywalker in it
0: the new era
1: the new era
0: the new era that's coming
1: and, and things like resistance are not making me all that uh confident in the future without a skywalker you know but we can go into that later but you know that the, the fact the fact of the matter is is that that's I'm excited for episode 9. I want to see this trilogy wrap up. I want to see what they do, especially since 8 through such curveballs at you to begin with that you don't really know where the story's going to go from here. So I'm excited for that, but at the same time I'm kind of like but I don't want it to come because then it means it's over. Right. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. It's it's I feel that way with every Star Wars movie though cuz you you count down the days for a year and then when you get to the movie you're just like <sighs> Well, time to start that countdown over again. But at least, but this time we don't start the countdown over. You know what I mean? Like right. we do, but it's going to be for a new era of Star Wars. You know, it's going to be an entirely different ball game after Episode Nine comes out. So, uh, I'm 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 excited for it. Uh, and 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 you know, I we're going to get a slew of new canon material. You know, set between six and seven. So, and 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 speaking of new canon material, uh, we've actually. You kind of touched on this a little bit before we uh, started recording, but in issue 25, which is sadly the final issue of this Vader run, I can't believe they ended this Vader run at issue 25 also. It kind of sucks. How, how is Dr. Afra at issue 28 right now, and Vader has yet to get past issue 25? It doesn't make any sense to me. But right now, I guess in this last issue of Darth Vader, number 25, uh, they have, I guess you could say, alluded to or... Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of teased. Some people believe straight on told everybody. Some people don't really buy it. Uh, Anakin's origins. So uh, supposedly, uh, the the comic is telling everybody that Palpatine is indeed responsible for the birth of Anakin Skywalker. What do you think, bud?
1: I think the word you're looking for is insinuated.
0: That's the word. That's yeah. That's it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> um. I mean, people have been arguing it forever, the same as we've argued that like, you know, Padme didn't die of a broken heart, the Emperor killed her through the force, you know. Um I I I buy it. I, I buy it. Um but I think it's one of those things that it's more fun to speculate than to have the answer to. Mm-hmm. And I think I think I think Disney knows that. It's like, you know what? We can, we can tease it to you. We can insinuate to you that, yeah, you know, uh, uh, Sheev is uh, is Papa Palpatine, you know. But in reality, we're not going to confirm it for you ever because we want you to sit there and talk about it. We want you to speculate with it. We want you to come up with your own theories for it. And I'm fine with that. Uh, you know, to me, to me, it's like I don't need every answer. Mm-hmm. It, sometimes it's more fun not knowing.
0: See, and that's a lot of the reason a lot of people said that they didn't need Solo. You know, the, the movie Solo, which I can kind of see where they're coming from. <laughs> it, you know, it wasn't really a necessary story, but this is... See, I, I feel like this is something that a lot of people wanted to know. You know, especially considering how much... how loved the novel Plagueis is in the, in the EU. Everybody loved that Plagueis novel, Darth Plagueis novel, and... A lot of people wanted it to be canon, and in that novel, they, you know, Plagueis, spoiler alert if you haven't read it, but it's, this isn't the Legends library or the Legends podcast, it's canon podcast, so, uh, no, and and Darth Plagueis, they just try to decide they're going to make this ultimate Sith Lord, and the Force fires back and makes Anakin, the the chosen one to bring balance to the Force, so, you know, it kind of blows up in their face to a degree, I guess you could say. I guess it does blow up in their face in the long run, but uh, it's it's one of those things where that could still be a part of it, and we just not know it yet. You know what I mean?
1: No, I, I absolutely agree. and I, 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 I also know that a lot of people, when, they, when the prequels first came out, especially episode one, really didn't like that besides the Metaclorians, They really didn't like the whole religious parallel mm-hmm. of, you know, a virgin mother uh, giving birth to the chosen one. You know, um, whether you believe in that that sort of thing or not is is not in question. But I know a lot of people didn't like, you know, keep keep your Jesus out of my Star Wars uh, type deal. So it seems like a lot of times people wanted this just to retcon what Lucas did. And I get that. I I mean, you know, the same thing as I've, I've stated with like characters like L337, where it's like, keep your personal politics out of my Star Wars I get keep your religion out of my Star Wars. So I, I get not wanting that there, but just like with L337, it's there. Mm-hmm. You could either dwell on it or just let it be and move on. Um, so giving an explanation to Anakin is fine, but if there's no explanation needed, that's just as fine to me. Right. But I again, I, I like the idea that Palpatine was toying with Plagueis' ability to manipulate the midichlorians and recreate life in fact i wouldn't mind it if it took a step further and is something that maybe luke could also learn to do in his isolation on octu and maybe it won't be a force ghost we actually see in episode oh nine.
0: no it's gonna be force Ghost. it's gonna be a force, it's, it's be a force <laughs> ghost they're not they're not doing that they're not gonna retcon no, they're,
1: that, they're that. i'd I was just gonna have fun with the rumor mills. No, they, they won't
0: do that. Just did you see the new one going around now? That no. that when Luke disappeared when he died, he was actually force projecting there too, and his projection just disappeared. It's somebody's like, oh yeah, he's in another cave somewhere. He was never on Octu. He's on he's on Dagobah somewhere. Force projecting onto the Ock-2, Force projecting on the. Cra-. Shut up. He's dead. That, that's Wait, all let, there is to let it. Guess,
1: let, let me guess the evidence because when he when he uh, when he faded out into the Force, his cape flew away but you didn't hear the clunk of his hand
0: that might have something to do with it yeah it very well might yeah i heard that rumor
1: left and right where does his hand go
0: yeah (laughs) yeah that's 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 kind of morbid really uh but anyway (laughs) (laughs) but anyway that's kind of all we had for the news uh like i said we we had a little bit to talk about but not a whole lot uh so i guess we're just going to talk about some upcoming canon real quick and then we'll get into some mailback questions i got a lot of mailback questions this week for us to answer, so and I actually, have some really good ones this week. There's some really, really good ones. Uh, but upcoming canon, real quick, uh, coming out this coming Wednesday, we've got Marvel's Han Solo Imperial Cadet number three and Marvel's Age of Republic Obi Wan Kenobi. So, uh, definitely go check those out at your uh, comic shop. Are you caught up on your comics, Chris?
1: No, I'm working on it, I'm getting a lot better. I just got a butt-ton of my back order uh,
0: for Christmas, so mm.
1: I'm actually supposed to be sitting here reading it now when I got asked to come on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my bad. That's no problem. My bad. Uh, so, yeah, guys, definitely check out Hansel Imperial Cadet. It's uh, it's one that, even if you didn't like Solo, you guys might like this comic, because it's it picks up kind of before Solo and kind of runs through when him and Kira get separated, and then it's, it's his time as an Imperial. I don't know how long it's going to run, I don't know because I don't know if it's a limited issue or a, a limited run or an ongoing series. I, I don't know what it is, um, but he had three years of service under his belt before he uh, got sent to Memben. so it had to be. It, was not
1: really that much of a time? It was.
0: Though, it said, well, "Yeah," because it said in Solo three years later. Yeah. Wow. Before whenever he got so, uh, I'm I'm hoping it goes for a wall because it's actually a lot of fun. They're they're really capturing Han Solo. They're not capturing Harrison Ford. They're not capturing Alden Ehrenreich. They're capturing Han Solo. So uh, it's, it's actually pretty cool. Definitely check it out. Uh, and the Age of Republic comics are just freaking phenomenal so far. The Darth Maul one was awesome. Absolutely <laughs> awesome. So uh, definitely go check those out. So without further ado, let's get into some mailbag questions. How do you guys get a question on the Star Wars Canon podcast? You simply email it to me at StarWarsCanonLibrary for now at gmail.com. Uh, and I'll go through and pick a few. And like I said, we've got 10 questions this week. I went through and picked out a few more than usual just because it was going to be a slower news week. So uh, let's just jump right into this, bud. Uh, uh, Ann Hector has the first question this week, and she says, Hey, Brian and Chris, uh, long-time listener, first-time writing, love the podcast. My question is, do you think Revan, Malik, and Bastila will ever make the jump back into canon?
1: Malik and Bastila, not so much, but I, I think it would be very, very dumb. of of Lucasfilm and, and Disney's incarnation of, of star Wars to not one of the most beloved characters of all time. I mean, even more so than Darth Vader is Darth Revan, arguably to, to not give him a chance to even be mentioned. Canon wise would just, I I think would be a missed opportunity. So yeah, I definitely think Revan, I don't know so much about the other two, but Revan would just be a complete missed opportunity.
0: Uh, I'm on the same page. You are. It's, it's, uh revan out of those three. Um I can live without Malik. I can live without Bastila. I want Revan. I want Revan. You know, and I mean if you do a story right, yeah, you go and, ahead and throw Bastila and Malik in there. But you can do it without them You can still AJ, figure out a way. 47. And and Query. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, it's I'm actually playing Nazi the old Republic through again, so and, and and I'm trying to uh do full light side but that Mandalorian girl you got to learn Mandalorian is just that she's testing my patience at this point. I can't do it. I cannot. I can never figure out how to speak freaking Mandalorian on that game. Um, but yeah, I definitely think Revan is going to make a jump back. And like you said, they'd be stupid not to. That's going to happen. Malik uh, I wouldn't put my money on it, but I wouldn't be shocked either if they do. So uh, I hope that answered your question. Thanks for the question, Anna. Uh, Ann, sorry, Anna. Ann, that's that's two entirely different names. I'm sorry, Ann. Uh, Question number two this week comes from Owen Seward. Seward, I'm really bad with names. I'm really sorry if I butchered that, brother. uh, brother. Uh, Owen says, I just started getting into the new canon. So far, I'm loving it. Is it safe to assume that the EU is canon until specifically retconned, or is the EU an alternate reality slash never happened? Um, I'm going to let you answer this one first.
1: Uh, the way I understand it is the Legends or EU is kind of like the folklore of the Star Wars universe. So it's kind of there, but it's taken the same way as like us telling the story of Paul Bunyan. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's tall tales,
0: campfire stories,
1: campfire stories. Yeah, it's 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 nothing legitimate.
0: Um, see, I take I take the opinion of their campfire stories. But as Ahsoka said in Rebels, all legends are based off of some kind of truth. Uh, you know, like, take uh, Jason and Jaina Solo, for for instance. Uh, you know, Jason Solo, there might be a legend of him, and people, you know, heard about Ben Solo, Kylo Ren, and over the years it slowly became this legend of Jason Solo. You know, how you hear it from the grapevine, telephone game, this detail changes everybody, you know, every time you, it, it changes as it goes down so that's kind of what I look at it as and especially if you look at like the uh like the theatrical versions of Star Wars of A New Hope Empire and and Return of the Jedi if you look at those to me those are the EU versions like in those realities they went on to fight Thrawn after Return of the Jedi you know and they had Jason and Jaina Solo and Anakin Solo Chewie got hit by a moon you know all that all that crap Oh, but then, yeah, when you come they, to the Blu-rays, those are the versions of Han, Luke, and Leia that went on to Force Awakens, Last Jedi. You, you know what I mean? So, so uh, it it just depends, I guess. I mean, I guess you could call it alternate reality. It depends on what you want your head canon to be. It depends on, I guess, which canon you like better. You know. Well, I guess, so,
1: I guess not to not to invoke another franchise that usually co- conflicts with this franchise, but I mean that other franchise has two two. Uh 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 timelines that that it works with and right. it works in between uh, everybody knows the franchise I'm talking about uh <laughs> so i guess you could kind of look at the the current canon and eu as kind of like the prime and kelvin timelines of star wars right it really depends on how you want to look at it
0: right yeah it's just it, it like it just depends on what you like that that that's really all it comes down to um but if you're reading the new canon right now uh, as of right now, no, nothing is canon until they strict until they specifically say it is, you know, it's not like everything is canon until they say it's not, it's the complete opposite. It's not until they say it is. So sadly, cause I wish that God, the Bane trilogy was, was canon to, I mean, to this day, I still, you can make it canon tomorrow and I'll, and I'll put it on the shelf as paperbacks. So I don't give a shit. Um, uh, uh, that guy, holy crap, man. Yeah, no, you know what? <laughs> I had a question a couple weeks ago, a mailbag question, asking if I ever thought Star Wars would be rebooted. And somewhere down the road, yes, Hollywood's going to run out of ideas, and they're going to say, let's just remake Star Wars. And at that point, like, the way I answer the question, at that point, this entire canon goes out the window. Unless you make a shot-for-shot remake of Star Wars, it goes out the window. Because then you're going to have this whole thing like with, you know, Heir to the Empire where, oh, the Clone Wars were clones of Jedi fighting... Good Jedi, when Lucas made it, it was nowhere near that, you know, which should alone speak for how George thought of the EU. But, you know, it, it, that's a conversation for another time. Um, My
1: soul just died a little with you saying a reboot of Star Wars. I know,
0: right? And and, and I remember telling the person who asked that question, uh, I hope to God I'm long dead and gone by the time that happens. And if I'm not, that will be the thing that kills me. Yeah. Yeah it will be yeah that, that'll that be I hope to God I'm, I'm dead before that happens you know so uh, thanks for the question I want to appreciate it uh, Lewis Kennard has question number three this week and Lewis says love the channel I don't always agree with you but that's alright you know what I wish we had more people like that mm-hmm. I really do I wish we had more people like that uh, so here's the one question that matters <laughs> which will make more money at the box office Avengers Endgame or episode 9 keep up the great work Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, Avengers Endgame is going to make more money than Star Wars. I I... hate to say it. I hate to say that. But Avengers is going to make more than Star Wars.
1: I'll slightly agree, but slightly disagree, depending on how you answer this question. Are we talking opening day or are we talking total box office?
0: It just says box office.
1: All right, opening day Avengers will knock the hell out of out of episode nine without question. Mm-hmm. However, if episode nine goes down the way I hope and think that episode nine will go down, I think the long run will be episode nine makes more money than Avengers four <sighs> because it'll pull the fan
0: base back once word right. of
1: mouth gets out. It's like, oh my god, you have to see nine.
0: Yeah. You know? See, here here's the thing though. So far, uh, granted, it's about the same demographic of fans. But mm-hmm. so far, the Marvel movies, with an exception of a few, have been pretty phenomenal. They've been pretty successful in everybody's eyes. With the exception of, like, The Incredible Hulk, um, Iron Electra. Man 2 to a lot of people, Iron Man 3 to me, uh, you Electra. know, th- Thor The Dark World. What? Electra. Oh, no, no, I'm, t- I'm, I'm talking MCU. Okay. Uh, just, uh, just the MCU films. Uh, they've been pretty much... I mean, win, 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 over and over and over again. They hit it out of the park. You know, and some people with Black Panther, which I still think is a glorified Lion King.
1: Um,
0: (laughs) But Star Wars fans... Look, Star Wars is looked at a lot differently than the MCU is. Star Wars is one of those things where fans get it in their heads where you say, oh, well, uh, let's just say, you know... I don't know. It, it, like, if you say, oh, well, I like, Empire Strikes Back better than Return of the Jedi, they automatically assume you hate Return of the Jedi. And that's not the way it is. You know what I mean? Like, it's there's no gray area with Star Wars fans. There's gray areas with, you know, MCU fans or comic book movie fans in general, but or just movies in general. Star Wars fans, it's either black or white. There's no in-between area. It's either good or it's not. You like it or you don't. Like, that's... You can't tell somebody, well, I liked... Last Jedi, I didn't like this part and this part, but I did like it. Oh, well, if you didn't like that part and that part, you don't like the movie. No, 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 no. no. I like the movie. I just don't like this part and this part. Then they're like, well, you, then you don't like the movie. That's not the way it is. There's there's, there's a gray area there. There's a huge gray area. And with Star Wars, I feel like the sides have already been chosen. The box office for Episode Nine is already concreted in. It's, it's going to happen the way it's going to happen. It's it, Anybody who didn't like Last Jedi is not going to go see Episode Nine. That's just the way it is. They've already got their minds made up whether or not they're going to go see Episode Nine. So, I... You're coming off of Last Jedi and Solo. Two of... You know, I mean, Solo was more of a sacrificial lamb, but Last Jedi was very divisive. The MCU's coming off of what? It's going to be Ant-Man and the Wasp and Captain Marvel. and, And Infinity War. So, I'm gonna have to. I, I got to give the edge to Avengers, man. I don't want to, but I have to. Oh,
1: well, uh, the, the, the the end of the, the end of the day, the the, the story that's gonna tell us when the box office hits. But I, I firmly believe that if JJ does the story the way he's going, that I think he's going to do the story. And I'm not saying like I have the inside scoop on anything that's gonna happen. So guys, don't take it like I do. Uh, but just I in my own head, I see. Nine wrapping everything in a nice, neat bow that all of us are going to sit there going, "Holy shit!" to the to the Star Wars uh, whole entire you know saga as a whole. I think word of mouth is going to bring others that hated Last Jedi, that hated Solo, that boycotted Solo, are going to be like, "Well, maybe I should go check this out." And even if it's late in the game, Star Wars is going to make its money. And at the end of the day. I think the drop off for Avengers will be faster than the drop off for, for Episode 9. You think that's so? My opinion. Ye- I could be wrong, and I'll be the first one to admit I could be wrong, but that's my thought.
0: I don't know. I, I just, I still believe that no matter how good Episode 9 is, there's going to be people that hate it just so they can say they hated it. I, I, I just feel always like. That, be and, that, and, and But those are the same people that didn't like Last Jedi, you know? So it's. People say they hate things. Because they think it's cool to hate things, you know? And, and at this point, Star Wars, it's... I hate to say it, but it's cool to hate Star Wars at this point, you know? So, I I don't know. I'm, I'm going to say Avengers, though. And you think Star Wars?
1: I think long-haul Star Wars, if we're talking opening weekend, Avengers all day.
0: We'll find out. We're, I mean, we're less than a year out now, so we'll... Yep. Uh, oh, man, we're less than a year out. Oh, my God! All right, so <laughs> question number four this week comes from Brittany Graham. And Brittany says, if you were told you could make a Star Wars movie, how would you go about it? CGI versus practical, new versus old, new content versus nostalgia? What do you think, Chris?
1: Perfect blend of CGI and practical, Old Republic.
0: Ooh. Ooh. You would go for some new content then. Actually, you could, you could do new content with nostalgia with that, mm. doing oh. Old Republic. Because you could... mean, oh, yeah. Holy crap. I would... <laughs> See, I'm of the mindset where I think I would do more practical effects than I would CGI. I would get, I like, because anytime I watch Star Wars now, I got Kirsty trained to the point now where she can go, matte painting. <laughs> like, she can see a matte <laughs> painting instantly. I would, I would have to use matte paintings. You know, screw CGI. I, I want to do the old matte painting style. Like, actually give it that kind of grainy 70s, 80s feel again. You know what I mean? Like, it's...
1: But, I mean, you could have both. Look at Rogue One. Yeah. Rogue One used the best of both practical and CGI, and it blended perfectly.
0: Rogue One had a missed it's opportunity, though. Part. Rogue it's One had a missed part. opportunity. They could have done stop-motion walkers like they did in Empire. Mm-hmm. I would have died of happiness. I would have died giggling <laughs> before I even got to see Vader in the hallway. I would. I guess they have, had they had done that stop-motion kind of jerky, whoosh, you know, instead of the... C- Jesus Christ. I. I God, that was, that was the perfect opportunity
1: but still the, the the blending of practical effects when you were down on a planet to the CGI planet uh, environments out in space absolutely you could have a perfect blend of both
0: you could yeah no i just i i don't know i just I, I think i'm too old school i think that's <laughs> all it is like i would have to cuz i would go for the practical I would old have a puppet yoda oh yeah no you can't do this digital yoda crap anymore uh <laughs> this is a different time uh i would i would do practical over CGI i would do old over new and I would do the nostalgia over new content. I would, I would seriously go for a nostalgic feeling. Cause I mean, think about it. That's really what we want. Whether you want it, whether you realize it or not, when you see a trailer for, let's say, let's say the trailer for episode nine comes out and it's a lot of, let's say R2 and 3PO. Cause they haven't been in the, in the sequel trilogy a whole lot. R2's been, had like what? Six minutes of screen time total. Uh, you know have a lot of r2 and 3po doing things you know a lot of bickering between them you know actually i mean the music's a big part of it you gotta you gotta get that if you could capture that feel again from like let's say for for an example the whole escape scene from cloud city right the whole time you hear that music playing you hear that you know blasters flying them trying to escape that whole sequence you know r2's like you know trying to project you know trying to Put up the smoke screen and 3PO screaming on Chewie's back, you know, and they're getting out to the Falcon. There's a map painting in the Falcon. Like, you know, like if you could capture that feeling again, right, especially with the music, that is going to like if you do that with the trailer for Episode 9, you're going to win a lot of people back right off the bat. You are going to do it. But I don't think they're going to do that. I hate to say it, but that's the way I would go about it. I would I would go for the nostalgia feel. That's what I would do. I would hit I would hit you in the childhood. That's all. That's all I would do. I just I would hit you with a Mack truck in the childhood. Back up and hit you again. So
1: so so you would go you would go the route of like telling the story of Luke uh, creating his Jedi academy before Ben's destruction.
0: Yes, yes. I would go back and do. Yeah, absolutely. You know, even if as much as I hate to say it, uh, even if I had to go back and and, and cast sebastian stan as luke skywalker i would do it like i just something to to really get that feel again you know what i mean to actually capture that i mean that exact feel you know or if you
1: really want to capture the feel you could take that that 19 years in between episode three and four and mm-hmm. really show the rise of the empire and the the true fury of darth vader i mean that two minute hallway scene in rogue One, oh yeah was not
0: enough. <laughs> no, no, not at all. Not at all, you know. And and it's, yeah, I would, I would absolutely, or hell, even what I would really like to do is tell a, a Star Wars movie in between some of the classic films. Like, actually make like a, a new movie. Empire. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that. Somewhere between episodes four and five and five or six. You know, somewhere along in there to where you can, you're going for that same feeling It's the exact same time period. You know the Classic Trilogy is going on the exact same time. You you know, kind of like like when you read Lost Stars and you know it's happening the same time as the Classic Trilogy. That's what made that book so special is the way it wove in and out of the Classic Trilogy just beautifully. And it revisited a lot of the things that we saw growing up from, from a different point of view. That's what I would go for. Something along those lines, you know, something that you could watch episodes... Four or five, my movie six, and it just looks like they all blend together beautifully. You know what I mean? So I can see
1: you. I can see you directing a uh, story of Rex and how he wound up in the Rebel Alliance.
0: I would love to do something and like that.
1: I oh. wound up on Endor.
0: Okay, you want to know something? <laughs> God damn you! All right, so <laughs> you're welcome. Now that you said that, I would love to do a story of Rex, but have him on Hoth at the Battle of Hoth completely do the Battle of Hoth all over again from a different point of view with the stop motion walkers and everything. Just just identical. And have it carry right on over into Jedi with Endor. You know, and have the same... Go back to the Redwood Forest again and, and shoot the exact same thing. Build the same bunkers again. You know what I mean? Have all the same stuff happening in the background, but from his point of view. Even have Han run around leading the stormtrooper around the corner back to him. You know, like, like just do all of it. Just just a... Just as a kick in the childhood. That's what I want to do. Just to... Because I... Look, as much as I love the new films... And I do. I love the new canon. I love what they're doing. I love Rogue One. I love Solo. I like Solo. I love Episode Eight. I like Episode Seven. It's... To me, it's still... Okay, with an exception of the Yoda scene in, in Last Jedi. It's still missing that classic kind of emotion capturing. Does that make sense? Like... It's, it's missing that feeling that, that feeling of wonder. You know what I mean? That, 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 that that's in my opinion, what it's missing. Now I say, except for that Yoda scene, because that Yoda scene still makes me cry to this day. A year later, I'm still crying every time I see Yoda pop up in last Jedi. I love it. Absolutely. I, I, I ball my eyes out like a stupid baby, but, uh, yeah, that's, that's Walker. That's, <laughs> <Did> I? <laughs> I love it. Uh, thanks for the question, Brittany. I appreciate it. Uh, Question number five this week comes from Tia Roberts. And Tia says, on your last episode, you were asking about having twins named Luke and Leia. I have twins, and I did name them after the Skywalker siblings. I didn't see anything wrong with it. Haha, we're totally behind you on that. Keep the content coming. Love it. That was more of a comment than a question. Because uh, I don't know if you saw the episode, Chris. Uh, me and Kirsty were talking about uh, naming twin boy and girl Luke and Leia, if it was okay or not. And I did a poll... On Facebook and apparently everybody agrees with me that it is okay against the wishes of your partner. So Tia, that's awesome.
1: Wait, wait, against the wishes of your oh, partner. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I put that in there. That was part of the poll.
1: Oh, okay. Well I was going to I was gonna I was gonna agree, yeah, you can name your kid Luke and Leia if you both agree to it, but if your if your wife said bet head uh hell ben against it, uh if you don't wanna sleep on your own or wind up paying child support the rest of your life you name them whatever you both agree
0: upon. <laughs> That's the whole point of an epidural, though. That way they're all knocked out, and they, <laughs> and they don't get to pick the name. The dad gets to pick the name.
1: Look, just name them after the liquor they were uh,
0: conceived the, on. Oh, my God. Jack Budweiser, Daniels.
1: Heineken. Come here, girls.
0: <laughs> hey, Purple Rain, get over here.
1: <laughs> Not you, marijuana. You go back to the room.
0: Oh, my God. Oh, so that's, that's really cool to know, though, Tia. And, and God, I'm actually jealous because now I really do hope we have twin boy and girl because they will totally be Luke and Leia for Halloween and I'll be Vader. And Kirsty can go lay on a couch with a broken heart or some shit.
1: Well, I, I have no room to talk. My daughter's named after the uh, character from Jedi Knight 3.
0: Oh, Jason, yeah. Jaden. Jaden. Yeah, oh, Jaden. That's right. Jaden. That's right. I knew that. So. God. Yeah, it's Jaden. Jaden Core. Yeah. And and I got a cat named Ahsoka and a dog named Hera. So, uh, there you go. yeah, no, I'm, yeah, I'm already, wait, it's happening. I'm going to use Star Wars names for everything from now on. That's just, that's all there is to it. Uh, question number six this week comes from Andre Duncan. And Andre says, do you think Lucasfilm had an overall plan with the sequel trilogy? If so, do you think they scrapped it after The Last Jedi? If not, do you think they learned from it? Love to hear what you think. I, you know what? I don't think they did. I do know they had certain things kind of laid out. Like it's come out now that JJ did have it planned for Luke to be the hermit on the island, you know, that everybody blames Ryan Johnson for that. It was actually JJ's idea. You know, mm-hmm. Ray's parents being nobody's was actually JJ's idea. Uh, you know, and and, and people don't want to accept that because they, they don't like it. But it's I think they had a plan. And I think, yes, I think they scrapped it. I think after Last Jedi. I think they're trying to do a course correction now, and give the fans what they want. And they're trying to do as much damage control as possible with episode nine. What do you think?
1: I, I I'm I'm with you on that. I mean I don't know so much about like whether JJ did have the idea of Luke being the way he was as a hermit on on Act like the, the the hermit thing, the doing what Jedi do of disappearing after shit goes bad and going into isolation, sure, grounding themselves, grounding themselves, but necessarily necessarily being I'm on this island to die i cut myself off from the four i don't know if jj ever had that in mind i think jj had an overall story for the trilogy but i think they decided to leave it open for for director interpretation for everybody who's supposed to be doing eight and nine and jj does have a lot i do agree that jj has a lot of course correction not only of things that maybe were or were not his original design but also to the fact that like just to win the fan base back, they're, they're nine. The one thing I'm not happy about is I think nine will have a lot of fan service in it.
0: It will, yeah. No, I'm I'm with you on that. Nine's gonna look. I'm 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 the mindset because I think me and you are the same kind of people. Where if somebody bitches and pisses and moans about something, they don't deserve to get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's just no. You don't you don't get it. You're just gonna be like that about it. You're not getting it. But enough fans have pissed and moaned. Now they're going to get what they want, you know, like it's I don't it's it's a simple case of uh, people thinking that they know what's best when they really don't, you know, you don't have the whole story yet. You know what I mean? We're Mm -hmm. in the middle of a trilogy. You don't have the whole story yet. That's why you probably didn't like episode eight. Once you get episode nine, if you had gotten the episode Nine they were going to give us, it probably would have made a lot more sense, you know, because now we might get episode nine and go, well, that doesn't make any sense. Why did they do that then? Oh, well, it's probably because they changed this, this, and this, and this just to shut everybody up. I don't know. It's
1: Well, here, here's another thing that will drive you mad. Think about this, and I'll use I'll use this as an example. I've made it no secret that I'm not a fan of Rey's parents being nobodies because I thought it was built up in Episode 7 that uh, she had to be a Skywalker or a Kenobi or whatever. Like, not necessarily meaning that the Force user has to be from Lineage, just that she herself came from Lineage. Okay? Um... With that being said, for speculation purposes, let's say JJ's mindset was always to have it revealed that she was, she was a nobody. But then later in Episode Nine, you discovered that Kylo Ren was lying, and they do that in Episode Nine, thanks to to the fan service and everything else that's going to happen from the hate of eight. You're not going to know if that was the original idea or a retcon. Right. You're never going to know. And I'm pretty sure they're going to change to nobody to she's a, she's a Palpatine, you know, or, yeah. or, or some of that or a Kenobi or, or Kenobi. Just yeah. just, to, just to make the fans happy to pacify them, to pacify them. Yeah. And that's what's going to bug people like me. And I, I assume people like you mm-hmm. where it's like, was that the original idea or was that just to please the fans moment?
0: Yeah, no, that's that's going to bug the living crap out of me. Now, now that you said that, I'm not I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. No, that's because, you know, we had the same kind of conversation when uh, when Chuck Wendig got fired from Marvel, uh, you know, because he was working on the uh, an unannounced Star Wars novel. And now we don't know if that novel is even coming out or if it does, if they're going to still run with what he had and have somebody else add on to it or take what he had and kind of alter it or rewrite or something, we, we'll we never know, you know? So now every time we get a novel, we're gonna be like, was this the one that Wendig was working on? I'm sure at some point when it comes out, Wendig will be like, that's the one that I was working on right? when I got asked. but then we're gonna be like, well, crap, is that the same story he was, you know, wanted to tell now? You know, but it's one of those things you'll never know. You know? So it's, and it, you're right, it sucks, because now we're never going to know. I mean, eventually we, it may come out down the road that what Lucas Films' plan was if they had one. You know what I mean? But I, I just, I don't know at this point. And you're right, that's going to drive me freaking mad now. So thanks for that. Uh question oh, you're num- welcome. <laughs> <laughs> question number seven this week comes from Jonathan Shanks. Uh, and Jonathan says, since episode nine is the end of the Skywalker saga, uh, just saying that I heard Chris's soul die a little bit, do you think we'll get episodes 10, 11, and 12? Thanks for what you do. Wish you had more followers. Uh, no, I don't think we're going to get 10, 11, and 12 anymore.
1: I think we will, but it won't have anything to do with the Skywalkers.
0: I, I don't but, think we're I don't think we're going but, to.
1: But let me let me let me fix that let me fix that point. I don't think 10 11 and 12 will have anything to do with the Skywalkers unless everything they have planned flops and they go back to the well.
0: Uh, I could see them going back to the well, but I I don't think the only way we're going to get a 10 11 and 12 is if 9 is not the official end of the Skywalker saga cuz episodes 1 through 8 so far not counting Rogue One and Solo, one through eight, our our Skywalker saga. That's that. They're all about the Skywalkers. Nine's going to be about the Skywalkers. If that's the end of Skywalkers, they're going to start a new saga. Like you know, I mean, they've already said there's a new series coming from Benioff and Weiss, which is four films or more. Otherwise, they would call it a trilogy. So that. that What if, you know, we get episodes one through nine of the Skywalker saga and then we get episodes one through four of whatever Benioff of Old Republic, you know, and then Ryan Johnson's trilogy, whether you like it or not, it's still happening. We'll get episodes one through three of whatever his trilogy is going to be. You know, we're going to have more episode ones, more episode twos, more episode threes, different sagas. You know what I mean? And then we're going to have the standalone films, Rogue One, Solo. And then, you know, if they ever decide to do another standalone film, which I doubt at this point. Um, but its I don't think we're going to get an actual a proper 10, 11, and 12 anymore. I, just, I don't see it happening. Can we talk about that a moment? Yeah, go for it.
1: Can, can we really talk about that a moment? I, I, I really want to talk about, like, even though I know Solo wasn't, like, the world's greatest movie, and, of course, it was the movie that nobody wanted to begin with, but with the way the fan base has been with Last Jedi and, and Rogue One, and we haven't had a chance to talk about this because we all went on hiatus mm-hmm. or, or went our separate ways or anything else, and this has really been bugging me, that they came out and confirmed that they were working on Obi-Wan and that's lost possibly forever. Yeah. Because of of the fan base. Yeah. The movie you guys all wanted has been scrapped.
0: Ironic, isn't it?
1: Can we can we talk about how much of a failure that is?
0: Yeah. No, that's, that's it's ironic. That's that's the only word you can describe this is everybody who pissed and moaned and boycotted Solo because they weren't getting what they wanted didn't get what they wanted because they pissed and moaned. Like that's to me, that's, I mean, I'm sorry if you're one of those people, but to me, that's kind of poetic justice in a way, because I'm the kind of person that if, like I just said, if you piss and moan, in my eyes, you don't deserve what you want, you mm-hmm. know? So it's, and that's just the way I was raised, you know, it, it, it's, it's just a movie. Why lose your mind over it? Just forget about it. And then if it happens, it happens, you mm-hmm. know? So it's... <sighs> Yeah, to me that's kind of poetic justice. To be completely honest, I mean it sucks because I wanted a Kenobi movie also. I wanted to see it, but you know, I'm not tearing my shirt, screaming at the sky about it. You know what I mean? Right.
1: It's just it, I just wanted to point out like how it ruined like one bad apple spoils a whole bunch. Uh, the small vocal minority who hated these movies and, and wanted to cause such a fuss were the main reason why now nobody gets to enjoy what even you and McGregor wanted to do so bad.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, even the people who were crying about wanting it think about what you were saying. Oh, I hate what Disney's doing with Star Wars. I want Disney to give us an Obi-Wan movie. Like like <laughs> those two things don't go in the same sentence together, you know? That just means you're going to hate what Disney does with Obi-Wan. That's exactly what that means. So, you Screw Disney and everything they're doing. Oh, except for that Obi-Wan movie. I really want that. You know? <laughs> like, you can't be that way. And that's the way the fans were being. And that's... It's embarrassing. Disney's,
1: Disney's ruining Star Wars. But did you see that last season of Rebels?
0: Yeah. No No kidding. Like, I mean... <laughs> Jesus. Have you seen what they're doing with Mandalorian? You know, we're getting a Cassian Andor series. You know, it's it's...
1: That one surprised
0: me. Yeah, I know. Me too. That one came out of nowhere. And it's
1: pleasant surprise surprise well
0: I was yeah uh
1: but only only please please I the only way i will accept a cassian andor story is please have k2so in it oh yeah it's and gotta Alan happen Tudyk, it's, yeah it's Alan voicing
0: it's got to happen after that cassian and k2 comic it has to happen after that and then before rogue one I'm they wouldn't do a cassian series without K2 <laughs> you wouldn't think so anyway I mean Hell, maybe we'll maybe the first episode will be the Cassian K2 one shot. Maybe of how he got K2 and then go on from that. That'd be kind of cool cuz really in the comic it was only one panel. It was literally he walked up to K2 and flipped a switch and he was reprogrammed. You know? <laughs> so like hopefully they touch on it a little more in the, in the show. And maybe that that's I call I'm calling it right now. That'll be episode 1. There you go. That will be episode either either episode 1 or the season finale of, of season 1. It could be the season finale of season one too. Last episode, flip the switch. Hello, Ka- uh, you know, hello Andor, or whatever the hell, however the hell you would say it. But um, right. you know, but because we're getting, you know, whether you like it or not, resistance. We're getting the Mandalorian. We're getting the Cassian series. We're getting episode nine. We're getting three films from Ryan Johnson. Four or more from Benioff and Weiss. No, I don't think we're getting episodes 10, 11, and twelve.
1: Well, not to keep not to keep us off track, but I. I one of the chances I'll get beyond again. Let me ask you, what did you think of resistance
0: <laughs> uh, resistance right now? For me, it's, it started slow, but I'm, I'm slowly. It, I can see the potential behind it. I can see kind of where it's going to end up going. It's not going to stay on this base on the, on, it's not going to stay on the base of the racers, the whole series. It's not going to, it's going to end up. I mean, we've already got a, a taste of it in the first episode. When you see that pilot coming back to Killer base, still being built. You know, it's going to end up kicking off. It's it's going to start slow. I have complete faith in Dave Filoni. It may be kind of childish right now. It may not be what we wanted right now, but I think it's going to turn into what we wanted. I I'm 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 going to give it the room it needs to breathe to become to 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 grow into what it's going to become.
1: For me, for me, I think the thing that's killing it, besides the fact that it's kind of kiddish, but I mean, they moved it over to Disney XD off of Disney Channel, so obviously they're intended to get darker with it. Right. But I think the character, just, I'm not connecting with the characters the way I did with, like, Clone Wars or, or, or Rebels. Right. Uh, I can't stand Kaz. I can't stand that green face guy. I can't
0: Niku. Niku. Niku.
1: The only one that's interesting to me in any way, shape, or form is the guy that owns the shop. Oh, Jaeger? Jaeger. Yeah. Jaeger's about the only character, and, uh, and uh, the, 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 the R2 unit. Buckets. Bucket. Bucket, they're yeah. About the, they're about the two only characters that hold my interest in any way, shape, or form.
0: That droid's um, seen better days, hasn't he?
1: Yes, he has. <laughs> but, but I I honestly was bored throughout the whole entire first season. I, I And like you, I believe in Dave Filoni, so I know, I'm know i still giving it a shot, but thus far mm-hmm. I haven't been impressed with it.
0: I, I I know there's more coming because, I mean, they even touched on Jaeger's history a little bit with him being at the Battle of Jakku mm-hmm. and, and seeing the photos. So I know they're going to end up touching a lot more. It's going to get into where it's all battles. I get, it's not staying on this station for, for the whole series. I, I guarantee it. So well, I
1: don't mind. I don't mind if it's not all battles. Just make me care right. about the characters more. Cause right now I don't,
0: I see where you're coming from. No, I, it's, it's one of those things, but you have to admit, it's not what we thought it was going to be. No, not at it's all. it's not at all exactly what we thought it was going to be. So uh, I got Kirsty to watch the first couple episodes. Cause actually the first two full episodes are on YouTube. Mm-hmm. On the Star Wars Kids channel, um, the first two episodes are on there. Complete the full episodes. I got Kirstie to watch them. She likes them. The animation style is like a little weird because because well, it's not even two D animation that looks three D. It's actual three D animation made to look two D. Mm-hmm. They they actually modeled these characters the same way they would have done with Rebels. You know, they just didn't have the textures. They just solid colored everything to make it look like a three D cartoon. I don't know. Cell cell animation. Yeah. yeah. I don't i don't know it's almost like Filoni was like hey guys um let's make it look different so keep doing what you're doing just don't shade them like don't do any shading whatsoever like that's all it is that's that's <laughs> the difference there's no shading so um but yeah i uh but b- because of all the shows coming out and all the films we've already got lined up I'm gonna have a, a head full of white hair by the time we even start considering the idea of maybe they're gonna do an episode 10 11 and 12 but I don't think they're going to uh, thanks for the question, though, Jonathan. I appreciate it. Uh, question number eight this week comes from Matthew Harding. And Matthew says, uh, I know you said in a past episode you still play Battlefront 2. Uh, do you think someone other than EA should be doing the video game branch of Canon? Who would you like to see produce Star Wars games? Chris, you and I have talked about this before. Uh, hell, it's been a while, though. Because uh, I remember when we were talking about this, we started throwing out some developers, and I know... One of them that I stuck with was uh, Naughty Dog. Right. I really, really wanted to see Naughty Dog do it because, you know, they do Last of Us, which Last of Us, to me, is still the best video game ever, bar none. That is my absolute favorite video game ever. Uh, I'd love to see what they could do with Star Wars, especially with, you know, what, because I, I just finished the the uh, campaign for Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I'm a big Assassin's Creed guy. Whether you like the new games or not, whether you think they're Assassin's Creed or they're not, that's that, that doesn't matter the the format of what the new Assassin's Creed games are, they're open world, you know, you explore to find different locations, stuff like that is the way I want to see a Star Wars game. I want to see a Star Wars game where you explore and you find different locations, you then you find different side quests, and you go do this, then you level up and you know you know what I mean? Like and slowly work your way through a story. I don't want to see something you can just blast your way through in five hours, like on Battlefront. You know what I mean? Or something along the lines of like a Last of Us that's Star Wars. That's a very cinematic game. you, you know what I mean? What about you? I mean, are, I mean, because I, I really think Naughty Dog and Ubisoft would be the two to do it. What about you?
1: Well, right now, I know it's very controversial to say, to say but my all-time favorite—oh uh, God, don't game, say it! Game company, game
0: company, oh right God. now know is Bethesda. Oh, I knew you were going to say that.
1: Bethesda Game Studios. I think they would do a great open-world, first-person Star Wars type game. But I'm I'm not opposed to like uh, Rocksteady, or put it back into the hands of, of the masters. Give it back to Ubisoft. Let them do and and uh, obsidian and let them do a new Knights of the Old Republic yeah. style video game. Just reopen Ooh.
0: LucasArts.
1: Yeah, reopen LucasArts and let let's let's make a whole bunch of video games. I mean, but Obsidian, Ubisoft, Bethesda, Rocksteady, there's plenty of game studios out there that could really put their personal spins onto a Star Wars Canon style game that I think would be phenomenal.
0: Right. Yeah, no, I I I would love to see an open world. I'm going to stick with Naughty Dog or Ubisoft or hell, I mean, why does it have to be one developer? I mean, why couldn't you have two developers partner up? Partner up, you know what I mean? I just to to one develop story, one develop the gameplay, you know, something along those lines. It's because I would love to see Naughty Dog do the story and have Ubisoft do the gameplay. That like that's exactly what I would.
1: Uh,
0: yeah, no, that's that's my answer. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. Uh, there's been no, I mean, what's what's the other game that they said was coming out? Vader, Jedi, or Fallen Jedi, or Jedi Fallen Order, something like that?
1: Something like that, yeah.
0: Who, who was making that? Was that EA? I forget. I don't remember who it was. I think it well, might have been supposed, EA.
1: No, it wasn't Treyarch. Uh, no.
0: Visceral? No, that was supposed to be that 1313. right. That right. never happened. I thought they said it's, EA was doing it.
1: It might be EA, because oh, wasn't it the creators of Titanfall? Yeah, yeah. Which yeah, it was EA, but I yeah. think it was like one of their offshoot companies. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. Well, we should be getting some more info on that, too, coming out, because that's supposed to be coming out holiday next year. So we should start getting some info on that, too. Jesus Christ. I guess let's wait and see how that turns out before we start, like, lynching EA. You know what I
1: mean?
0: <laughs> uh Question number nine this week comes from Danny, and I don't know how to pronounce this last name, so forgive me. Is it Geisler, Geisler? Uh, Danny, I'm going to say Danny Geisler. Uh, And Danny says, do you think Lucasfilm made the right call, putting The Force Awakens so far from Return of the Jedi? They could have put it closer to episode six and then recast Han, Luke, and Leia. What are your thoughts? Love the podcast. Uh, I can tell you right now, that is probably the worst idea that they could have done. Uh, I mean, just, I mean, you want to recast Han, Luke, and Leia. You think that's going to go over well? Look at how solo turned out. Man. Look at how everybody reacted to Alden Ehrenreich playing Han Solo. Never going to happen. That would have been the worst. Had had they actually gone that route cuz I was terrified they were going to. Had they gone that route, I wouldn't even have gotten into the new films at all. I would just said these six no more. Like I just what do you think? I mean, do you think it would have made more sense to maybe put Star Wars 7 a little closer to 6?
1: Let me let me paint a very bleak bleak world for you. They created Episode 7, The Force Awakens, five years after Return of the Jedi. They recasted Everybody Under the Sun, and while they were filming Episode 8, The Last Jedi, taking place six years after Return of the Jedi, Carrie Fisher passed away, and we never got the opportunity to see her on screen ever again.
0: No, it was where it needed to be, it, and it gave it us was. our
1: final time with our heroes.
0: Had Now, had they done an Episode 7, 8, and 9 that had oh. nothing to do with Han, Luke, and Leia— which I don't think would have been a good idea either. That have been, the, I mean, that would have been the second worst thing you could have done. I could
1: have, it seen, would have made I sense. Could have seen, I could have seen like the rise of Ben Solo. Yeah, maybe the rise and fall of Ben Solo were really the only one you would kind of see on screen is Luke. Right. Then maybe I could see that. But and Han
0: and Leia are just kind of off in the galaxy doing their own thing. Like you just kind of hear right. about them, but you never see them.
1: Right, because he was separated from his family to become a Jedi the way Jedi were supposed to be trained. You'd have to
0: recast Luke, though.
1: Not necessarily. I think I think Luke could have still pulled it off at that age. You think so? Well, the, again, it depends on the time frame. Right. If we're talking, like, ten years down the line, sure, just put a little, uh, you know, hair club for men into his hair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but if we're talking like literally like 2 years to 5 years past jedi then yeah we would have to recast
0: right well fair enough I, I i do though i think that would have been the worst thing they could have done was recast all three of them can you, can you imagine you think people don't like the disney films now they wouldn't yeah. even have given them a shot then cuz i was cuz i mean even i mean look at me like i love the new canon but even i when they first bought it i was like this isn't a good idea. This just this is just not a good idea. I don't know what the hell they're thinking right now. This they had better because then the rumor started flying that Zac Efron was going to be Han Solo and Selena Gomez is going to be Leia. You remember all that crap?
1: Oh my god!
0: Yeah. I was slowly already putting the boycott together in my head. I was uh, it wasn't going to be a Canon Library podcast. It was going to be a bashing Star Wars podcast. It was uh, it was uh, luckily it went the way it did. So no, it, there's no way in hell. I mean just. Just the yeah, treatment just Alden Ehrenreich. Got, yeah, just the treatment Alden Ehrenreich. got's enough to, to answer that question.
1: Which I think you know what. Again, that, not to go off rails, but I think that's so unfair to, to to attack Alden Ehrenreich for for a film that really just was doomed from the start. Right, that's not his fault. For for, for lack of better term, I don't think his performance as Solo was bad.
0: No, I don't think so either. Especially the crazy. last scene. That last The scene,
1: movie was bad, but it wasn't his fault.
0: Yeah. That, I mean, because me and Kirsty watched Solo again not too long ago and that whole last shot where he's doing the, the Sabat game, when he comes up to that Sabat game where he does win the Falcon mm-hmm. and he comes up, if you look real close, he's wearing a dark shirt, but he's got the black vest on. The right. actual classic. I never noticed it until we watched it on the book. But some of the mannerisms he did, you know, when he's got his hands on his hips, he's like, yeah, he's like, that's all we got away with. You know, me and Chewie just barely got out of there with our lives except for that, you know, and and that that was pure Han Solo, you know what I mean? And right. then we and then I got Kirsty's sister to watch Star Wars and Empire Strikes Back for the first time a couple weeks ago, and watching Empire, seeing the old Han and Lando talking again, I'm sitting here thinking back to Solo, and I'm like, he pulled it off.
1: No, he. I was he like, did yeah, Alden
0: job. did just fine. So now, and,
1: that's my point. It's like, have we not learned from what uh, what we put poor J- Jake Lloyd through? Oh God, or, yeah. Or or Hayden Christensen for God's sake? Yeah. You know, you can't blame the actors for for bad writing or a bad movie. Right. Not, not saying that any of these movies were bad, but just because something's terrible doesn't necessarily mean it's the actor's fault.
0: Right. Yeah. You
1: know, and let's remember, these people, just like with the Rose Tico thing, and I'm not a fan of Rose Tico, the character, but, you know, uh, Kelly Marine Tran,
0: mm-hmm.
1: she's a human being. Don't attack the person because of the character. Right. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> oh no, no, you're,
0: no, you're good. Uh, no, I hope that answers your question, though, Danny. Not, I, I hope I, we didn't attack you too badly. No, no, uh, no, I didn't, didn't mean it that way at all. So, uh, but thanks for the question, though. And our final question for the week, question number ten, comes from uh, Kurt Ridenball. and Kurt says, "When do you think we'll get the title for episode nine? Do you think it's close?" Thanks for answering my question in advance. Uh, to answer your question, I think the title is close. But I'm not gonna say a trailer's close. What do you think? Same. You, same. same? I,
1: I think I think we I think we're closer to the title than we are to a trailer. Yeah.
0: No. I'm I'm waiting any day now for them to drop the title. <coughs> I or you know unless they do something like what they did with Avengers Four, where they didn't say the title until the trailer. You know, because everybody wanted the title for Avengers Four so bad. And mm-hmm. I mean, even when they put the trailer on YouTube, it just said Avengers Four trailer. It didn't say Avengers Endgame trailer. You know, so when people clicked right. on it, I didn't even know what the title was until it popped up in the trailer. Right. So, I mean they could do something like that for episode 9 cuz they said, you know, they're they're trying this new marketing technique for Avengers, maybe they're going to do the same thing for Star Wars. You know, cuz I mean, people are clamoring for the same things for star, for episode 9 as they are for episode or for uh, Avengers 4. We want the title, and we want a trailer. We want it, we want it, we want it, you know? So, it's I wouldn't be shocked if they hold the title back until celebration.
1: No, I wouldn't be surprised at that at all. No, you're right. That that that's a good possibility. Uh the, the, the fact of the matter is is that with things like Marvel and with Star Wars, Lucasfilm, stuff of that nature, just everything is an, ev- is an event. Right. They're not just going to drop it hilly-nilly. They're going to make a spectacle out of it in some way, shape, or form. Whether it's a teaser trailer on the Super Bowl or dropping the name card on Celebration mm-hmm. or, or uh, San Diego for a full trailer, it's always going to be a spectacle and an event yeah so the best way to look at look at it is keep an eye out on the calendars of when these big events are going to happen and if lucasfilm is involved
0: yeah no that's 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 exactly what it's going to be so uh well that does it for this show actually Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in chris thank you so much for joining me on this episode it's been an absolute blast yeah no it's, it's it's you're right it's way more fun When you have somebody to talk to about Star Wars, it's way, way well, friend. So uh, thank you very much for joining in. But I do appreciate it. Where can they find you at, Chris?
1: Uh, You can pretty much find me on the social medias or uh, hit me up on YouTube or uh, uh, Twitch for Realm of the Mist.
0: Fair enough. And uh, you guys know where you can find me at. Make sure to check out the Facebook page. Give us a thumbs up there so that you know when there's new videos dropping. Make sure to check out the YouTube channel if you guys are listening to this on Spotify and iTunes. Give us a subscribe there and a notification bell. Click. We would sure appreciate it. Like I just said, you guys can find us on Spotify and iTunes under the Star Wars Canon Podcast. Make sure to tune in there as well. If you have a question you want to get on the Star Wars Canon Podcast, just send it to us at StarWarsCanonLibrary at gmail.com. And make sure to check out our Patreon page. There is Patreon content coming this weekend. I'm so excited to be doing after shows and Jedi issues. So make sure to keep an eye out for that. So until next time, guys, this is Brian signing off from the Star Wars Canon Podcast, and may the force be with you.